0: Welcome to Monkey Talk, brought to you by... The Board Monkeys Wrestling Podcast! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bald Monkeys Wrestling Podcast. It is Thursday night live. I am here. Christopher's here. And we have another special guest tonight. Uh, I hope you all have your tickets to get in. Because if you don't, you ain't getting past the gate to get into Suplex Island. Because tonight, we have the suplex assassin he is mr alex kane welcome sir to the show
1: what's up guys how you doing
0: very good
1: that was a great and, intro that was that was a great intro
0: thank you i you know every time someone says that to me it just makes me feel good inside that like oh i did that pretty well well thank you
2: <laughs> this is so he's he's working so obviously the captain is is stuck up in the north he cannot get down for some of these events that we're sponsoring. We're hoping that this time is spent well while he trains to be the hype man for one of these classic action matches. We we, we hope that eventually we can get him down to Tyrone and maybe mm-hmm. we could put a mic in his hands and just let him be somebody's hype man.
0: That would be the most You can be my hype man. Yes. Oh, you Signed my up. Hype up. Man. Signed I love up. it. I love it. I love it. Signed up. It would be the it would be the greatest thing in the entire world just to just to do that one time. I That's would it. love
2: it. Matt, it's been signed. It's over. So at some point when we get him down south, he, Alex Kane has a hype man. Done. <laughs> Sponsorship dibs, like I call all the time. So, all right let let let's get let's get to it. We got some people hanging out. Um, we 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 got some things to talk about. Uh, we got some past things to talk about. We got some future things to talk about, but. We want to start with your beginning, Alex, and we want to start start before wrestling. We want to start when you were just a little suplex assassin. When you were just little Alex Kane growing up, <laughs> what was that little suplex assassin like growing up? Uh, well, a little
1: the little suplex assassin. Uh, I guess I can start from birth. I was born preemie, um, about like two pounds nine ounces. I was bo- supposed to be born in December. I actually have a twin. Um, We're fraternal, though, so there's no no comparison there. He's actually much bigger than I am. Um, Growing up, I was kind of, like, my mom, like, she, like, she was a little overprotective. And, like, as a kid, I couldn't understand, like, why she wouldn't let me, like, do the things that my brothers would do. Um, But, like, now, as an adult, I can see why. Like, I can see, like, how I was born, all the complications that I had or whatever. So that's... Why she was so protective, um, but yeah, I've I've got I've got a twin, I've got two other brothers, and a sister. So there was always like rough housing and wrestling around. Um, my dad actually used to let us wrestle in the living room, and my brothers they were just like, okay, it's just something to do. For me, it was like, let me go. Tr- I had uh, I think I had WWF Warzone, I put that on. And then I go to the little creation suite and find like music or whatever. Um, I'd cut the sleeve off of a shirt and cut holes into it and put it over my face. And then I would, uh, and then i take the shirt and I cut it, I cut the sides off, uh, like cut it down the sides. So I had like a like a Ray Mysterio type, uh, mm-hmm. like tunic type deal or whatever. Yeah. And I'd come out and I'd make a whole entrance about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And then my brothers would beat me up.
0: <laughs> I was like, this this is going one of two ways. Either you're getting beat up by your brothers or your brothers are like, bro, we're just trying to play here. Like, get out of here.
2: Yeah. All, all that just to get beat up. Yeah. All, all entrance, music, everything. What um, was mom saying about you cutting up those shirts?
1: Man, uh, she was... I, I, got, I got whooped for it every now and again. <laughs> Um, but she, she understood like wrestling was like, like kind of like my escape it was like, it was my passion. So she kind of let it, mm-hmm. let it slide.
2: So y- y- you mentioned Mysterio. So I got to jump all over that. Was, was that your guy growing up or was that just one of the many people that stood out to you?
1: That was one of the many people, um. Like, for, I guess, starting off with, like, wrestling, I didn't necessarily get into the wrestling itself first. It was the pyro and the sets that they had because they were just so, like, like they were so out there. Like, it was crazy. Um, so that's what I initially got into. But when I started to, like, watch wrestling, um Again, again, it still wasn't like the I guess the technical aspect of it, but it was just like seeing these, seeing these big dudes, these big muscle dudes or whatever, doing all this like cool, doing all these cool moves and stuff. Like I was just like, I'm hooked on this, and Rey Mysterio, like from his entrance on, like you're, you're hooked, like, especially when you to come out of the floor.
2: Oh, I was yeah. gonna say that's the one that like, where he, that,
1: yeah, that's that's the one. You be trying to like. Find some way to do it at home, but you couldn't.
0: <laughs> behind the couch, boom, you, behind the couch, bam.
2: You, I was gonna say you don't have hydraulics just in your floor. Like what? <laughs> what kind of house you live in, in man?
0: <laughs> now, now hold on, but Chris, I know, I know you're gonna go on, but I gotta ask. You, you, you talked about the sets and all of the production part of it. Now I know that a lot of the times are the sets now, like especially for WWE, are all digital. Yeah. Do do you miss the old like actual like you know the fist through the yes. through the 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 screen and mm-hmm. the actual physicality of what the set used to be? Yeah, I missed that.
1: I felt like, like I mean, now I could get it. I guess it saves them money and they don't have to like do like a bunch of like construction. But it gave like the fist and then the like the old. Not the not the attitude era stage, but like the one where they that they came in with the with the ruthless ruthless aggression era. I can't speak mm-hmm. the ruthless aggression era. It made it made both shows feel extremely different. Mm-hmm. I mean they were, but it made them feel even more different than they are. Now it kind of just feels like they just changed some colors around and um, some of the superstars on the other rosters are different. But back then, I feel like it was like, OK, like, like, I felt like Raw and SmackDown were really competing against each other. Mm-hmm.
0: It was always like, what what's going to be next? Like, what are they what what is the second to look like this time? How are they going to set it up? Like, this yeah. is this is whatever pay-per-view. What is it going to look like?
1: Yeah. And I also liked that they had um, I, I, I kind of felt like this the stage, the different sets that they had like also contributed to the story of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm So when, so now when every, when every set is the same, it's just kind of like, now it just feels like, yes, you're saying it's on pay-per-view, but it just feels like regular TV.
2: I can see that. Yeah. So we're, we're talking a lot about one product. Is that, was that your main like product that you were watching? Were you, were you a raw and SmackDown guy only? No, not only I. I found TNA like I found.
1: I think I was like eight or nine. I found TNA. Um, I remember I stumbled across Deep South Wrestling sometime. Okay, I think I saw like FCW one time. Um, but yeah, those are those are. I think yeah, TNA. TNA WWE Deep South Wrestling. Yeah, those are those are the ones that I like. Found that I could watch.
2: So you were you were consuming anything you could find essentially. Yeah. To try to get more wrestling, mm-hmm. because it it was obvious that you felt something right, like you felt mm-hmm. a connection to it. You felt a connection yeah. to the production, which mm-hmm. I I love that that's something that you are talking about because we talk about it all the time that it's not mm-hmm. just about what's going on in the ring, but it's everything yeah. else that that puts together a story and, and puts together that product. What what was one of your, like your your favorite memories or, or first memories of man, this is something that like I want to do or I want to be a part of? Um, it was I believe it was
1: Jeff Hardy and versus The Undertaker when Taker was still the American badass. Um, I believe it was a ladder match it for was. the mm-hmm. undisputed champ. Yeah, the undisputed championship. Um, yeah, that. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you the match move for move, but that moment, I was like, yo, like I want to be Jeff Hardy.
2: Like, I, I want to be in this man's shoes. I want to do this. He took such a beating. He took yes, such he a beating in that match, and and I love that you didn't say like I want to be Taker. You didn't say like somebody somebody being victorious again, mm-hmm. we talked about this over the last few streams, you can still get over without winning. And and mm-hmm. that was amazing in that match.
1: It's funny how, it's funny that you say that like the past few weeks, like, like there's been things going on, like the locker room backstage stuff, but a lot of guys like talking about like how they can't uh, do like a squash match or they can't, um, or they don't want to lose because they did this at some other show. And it's like, each, each promotion, I think, is their own universe. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're all kind of tied in together, but it's its own universe. So what you what, a belt you win over here doesn't matter over here.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: also, if you can't look good, if you can't get over, like you said, or look good losing a match, you don't belong in this business. Because unless, unless a booker really, really likes you, you're probably going to lose more often than not. <laughs> and like a big thing like if you can put do other people over that's going to do you more than just being able to win matches
2: yep Mm -hmm. we can't all be oscar we can't all be goldberg we can't all be matt cells we have to be (laughs) other wrestlers too we there, there has to be another side of the story too so exactly so we'll get to that because i definitely have some input about that but i think we need to get back to to the captain and, and kind of how wrestling now becomes a little more part of Alex Kane. Mm -hmm.
0: So I guess my first question is see, you know, seeing where you started, you know, in, in wrestling, and then now where you stand here, did you play any sports, you know, in school, in college, um, you know, when you were growing up and everything?
1: Um, Growing up in high school, I played football, I did wrestling and I did track, um, and then in college I did wrestling and rugby. Um, I actually my to start kicking off my college career because I mean I wasn't like I didn't well I was it wasn't I wasn't uh, I didn't go to college with a scholarship or anything, because mm-hmm. um, initially I wanted to just go to res- go to pro wrestling school, but I didn't have the money to do so. Um, and my parents were really pressuring me to go to school, go to school, go to school. Didn't really want to be there, but I, at the time I was an impressionable kid. So I was like, yo, let me do this for my parents. Um, so let me find a reason to go. Mm-hmm. So um, I, f- was, I, w- I, f- I was, I was, I was a, some people in, from my high school town I was better than I thought I was. Um, I, Cause in high school, I, did, I just didn't have the confidence Mm-hmm. Um, like my coach would always tell me, even in college, my coach would always tell me you have all the tools to you know, be great, you just have to put it together. And for some reason I couldn't put it together. But to kick off my college, getting onto my college team, I walked on during their freestyle Greco camp. Okay. Um, it was the first time I ever wrestled freestyle at Greco. Um, and I just, fe- I fell in love with throws. I'm like, this is, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, and, I mean, the throws in freestyle are way nastier than they will ever be in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's where – then that's kind of where I drew from when I started uh, professional wrestling.
0: So you got past that. And now I believe you started with WWA4. Yes. And a man that we have we, – we have said this gentleman's name or have had people on our show that have said this gentleman's <clears throat> name – so many times, and that man is AR Fox.
1: The whole Fox and show.
0: How, how was it, you know, being able to study and learn and get taught, you know, by someone who has been there, has done it for so long, and like still, and, and it's, it shocks me. And it's got to be a personal preference by him, but I, I mean, I don't know, but he is so at the top of his game. To this day, like, what was it like to be taught by that man? Um, it was I'm
1: like when I was looking at wrestling schools, like it was either Robert Gibson School in Douglasville, Georgia, or the A Four. Um, and I went to a show. Um, I went to a sh- I went to an A Four show um, to just see like what like the atmosphere was, and I loved that the students would come out like when they weren't having their match or whatever, they come out and they cheer each other on or whatever during their matches. And I just loved that and it had that family atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think like a week or two later, I went up to the school to talk to Fox about joining the school. Um, and like when I initially, like, I can, all, I can always remember this. When I walked in the door, and there was a girl in the in the lobby, and I was like, "Hey, like, I'm I want to join the school." Um, Did you t-? She was like, "Did you talk to Fox?" I'm like, "Who's Fox?" Um, and then I see this like ripped dude walk through the door, and it was one of those like I kind of got like goosebumps because like you can feel a person's presence.
0: Oh yeah.
1: If they have presence, you can feel it. Um, but he was like the most humble, coolest dude ever. Um, but to, yeah, definitely to learn from him. Um, he's, he can break down wrestling in a way that literally anybody from where, no matter what the, or no what your uh, experience level is, he can break down a way to where you, anybody can understand it.
0: That's um,
1: and he's not like super aggressive about it. He's not going to yell at you about it. Um, he's, he's so patient like i like sometimes um i just wonder like how do you how do you have this much patience or whatever like like when i was first starting out like it it came to me a little bit easier but there were still some of those like showman things that that took some time and i'm like this man he he going to give up on me dog he's going to give up on me i'm not picking this up like 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 i think he thinks i should be picking this up um, but no, he he's he's always been in my corner, always been in my corner.
0: Nice. It's good to have those people that are behind you like that. Mm-hmm. What was what was one of the biggest things that you took away from his his training?
1: Uh, the biggest thing and I don't I don't know how it is at other schools, but believing in yourself and I know it sounds so corny, it sounds cheesy and it sounds like something that you know, um is a given, but a lot of people don't believe in themselves. Um and that's what he that's what he's instilled in all of us. It doesn't matter how big you are, it doesn't matter how strong you are, if you don't believe in yourself, you're not gonna get over it. Mm-hmm. Because in the ring a fans can see through you. So if you're not if you're not your authentic self, they can see through right through that. So like just in you, in those moments you have, you hit, you hit something big. It's oh, the crowd's up or whatever. Instead of rushing into the next thing, take that moment, look cool, stand up, yeah. put your hands up. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. Um, so I think being a showman is really something he's instilled in all of us. Yeah, and being a good wrestling psychologist that's also a huge thing.
0: That's one thing I've heard. We've heard a couple of people say is this his the psychology aspect of what he can teach you sometimes is the biggest part mm-hmm. of your whole encompassing character.
1: Yeah. Cause he, t- he tells us all the time, the move don't matter. And when you like at first you're like, what, what do you mean? Like, that's, that's what we do. But when you really <laughs> sit down and think about professional wrestling, no, unless the move was just something wild No one really remembers that. People remember, Mm -hmm. nobody remembers the spots. They remember the moments. Um, So when you're putting together these masterpieces, like you have to think, he always tells us to think as in, if we're in a bar fight, what would you do in a bar fight? Um, One of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So um, one thing that he, uh, that I hear all the time is, so when the guy's in the corner, if you were if you were in a bar fight and someone pushed you back into the bar, are you going to put your hands on the bar? No, you're going to put your hands up or try to defend yourself. So when you get whipped to a corner, um, you're not you don't want to have your hands on the ropes like this because then you look stupid and you're just running in it. You're just looking at the offense. Bam! I took it. Um,
2: yeah. It's yeah. so simple but, stuff, but yeah, that's yeah. that's honestly I never all, even thought about way. how simple that is.
1: It's the little things. That's just so important.
0: It is. Now with the w- with the traditional wrestling background that you had, mm-hmm. did it help you when you got into the ring t- for for part of, you know, what professional wrestling is?
1: Yes. Um it, it definitely did help with that cuz like in amateur wrestling, um you kind of already you if you come from that, you've already wrestled in front of a few thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not, it's not, it's not under the same light, but you're wrestling for a few thousand people. So you, I wasn't as nervous as just being there. Um, yeah. I wasn't as nervous, I guess, being on, being on the stage. I wasn't mm-hmm. as nervous being on stage is the best way I can put it. Um, and then when it just came to like the chain wrestling aspect of it, that came. Su- that came super easy. Um, I actually had to learn. I actually had to like dial myself back, uh, so I wasn't like killing dudes. Uh, out here <laughs> just like, like, uh, not working with people. I, just, so I had to learn how to uh, tweak tweak my tweak it to where I can work with you, mm. um, and not just uh, I'm just gonna overpower you.
0: Yeah. Now you also played rugby. If mm-hmm. if anybody has has not ever seen a rugby game and don't know what rugby is, you're kind of missing out. But basically, it's football with really no padding. What was your first bump like? Having having been hit, you know, in rugby, having the wrestling background, w- what was it like when you had to take that first bump in the ring?
1: Jarring. Very okay. jarring. Because, like, even though they tell you to tuck your chin and, and bump, like, for, like, the first, like, week or two, week or two, I'd bump, and my head would still hit the mat, mm-hmm. um, and, like, f- I think for, like, three weeks after that, like, having to, like, keep your, your tongue, your chin tucked the entire time, like just all of the back of my neck was just tight and on fire, mm-hmm. trying to get used to, you know, bam, and I mean, sometimes when you Certain moves you take, your bed's still going to bounce off the mat. There's really nothing you can do about that. But yeah, yeah that first bump was brutal. Running that's, the ropes was brutal.
0: That's exactly the same thing that uh, uh, did Logan Creed say that last week, Christopher? That run the ropes, it just left that first time is just, oh man, it messes you up.
1: Yeah, it's not fun like it's, like when you're a kid you think it you think it's like just like rubber bands or whatever you're just hitting them
0: no, that, no. yeah exactly that's what I always thought it was I was like oh yeah no problem that 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 looks like fun Nope. after talking to so many wrestlers I'm just like nope don't ever want to do it well and I want to do it once at least
1: <laughs> No it's, it's yeah it's still running and hitting steel cables and hitting them hard because if you don't hit them hard enough you look stupid. Mm-hmm. Um and it doesn't give you the momentum that you need to do what you need to do. Yeah, so you got to hit them hard. I know Steve Austin used to always say that. Like he hated when guys didn't hit the ropes. Like hit them things. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Action Wrestling has another show coming up. It's another double header. We have the No Easy Way Out portion of the show, and then we have your portion of the show, which is uh, Eyes on the Throne, February 12th, Tyrone, Georgia. For the first time, Action Wrestling is going to be live, live on IWTV. If you don't have your subscription, go get it. There's a five-day free trial. You can use code ACTION to get that. We've now got our contractual obligations with Action out of the way. You're welcome, Matt. But I want to hear, you have a match against a gentleman that I, I have watched a number of his matches. I watched a couple of more today and uh, his name is Chase Holiday. He has a very good package put together for himself inside the ring.
2: That's a weird how, way of saying that, man. I, I know uh, it just I, was came trying, off I was really I, creepy. I, I, <laughs> hey, we
0: talk about the, the total package. Come on. How could you forget Lex Luger? But we talk about that package. And Chase Holiday has a he, he's got he's got something to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Mr. Kane, how are you going to uh take on this match against Mr. Holiday? <sighs>
1: I've tried. I've I've watched some of his stuff. Um, I'm definitely going to have to. Uh, I'm definitely have to go to the wrestling, the mat wrestling aspect of it first. I can feel. I'm not. Yes, I'm. I'm not going to try to uh, throw him. Throw him off rip. I'm definitely going to try to wrestle him. Tire him out a little bit. Um, maybe i maybe i do something i don't normally do maybe i maybe i work a limb maybe i get a, maybe, maybe get a little limb action going um but i'm definitely going to do everything in my power to get to tossing him and taking his spine and
2: and i and i i i'm safe on the other side of the screen so i could say this mm-hmm. <laughs> You're on a bit of a losing streak when it comes to action wrestling. Now we we kind of talked about the idea that that's okay, mm-hmm. you could still have a great match, you could still get over and lose. That's that happens, but you're on a bit of a you know a slide right now. Dom, you know, a great match with with Dom Guarini. an amazing Titans match with Logan Creed. He called you the suplex dick, you know, and you and you did suplex him. I think it was. Did we count? Did we get to nine? I think in that match. I yeah, think it was or eight nine. or nine. So, do we need to get to double digits against Chase Holiday? Is that is that the goal at this point? Yes, I'm going for double digits. All right, going okay, going that's what I like to hear. Yes, <laughs> you heard it here first. Double, double digits. digits for Suplex Island, February twelfth, live on IWTV. That's two ten back. and on, ten, ten and, and up. on. And, and it's amazing to watch you work in the ring, man. It's it, it's fun to watch you not only get all of these different suplexes off and not, not only work with a bigger guy, a smaller guy. I mean, you've worked a few different size guys mm-hmm. in the ring. Mm-hmm. Is there a preference there to, to who you get to work in the ring? Um, No, not re- I mean, I think I th-
1: in the beginning... I was like, yeah, I would rather work with somebody smaller than me, um, just because it gives me like that that monster, um, that monster aspect to the character. But I'm wrestling guys my size are even bigger than me. is actually it's starting to grow on me, because it's a it's a it's a new challenge. Um, I may not get to hit as many suplexes. But I get to, you know, get
2: creative with my moveset. Mm -hmm. So, with that, what what do you want to do next? What do you what do you want to get in the ring with anybody specific? Is there is there something that motivates you to continue pushing forward, especially in on a losing streak? What what what's next for Alex Kane? What's the next destination? I think he's going
0: to beat you up if you keep saying losing streak.
1: <laughs> Man, I mean, it, I mean, people, I mean, you go into these matches, you win, you either going to come out winning or you're going to come out losing. I'm motivating uh, him. I'm motivating him. <laughs> but, I mean, a good competition is a good competition. Sometimes they get the best of you, sometimes you get the best of them.
2: Um, but, are you are you talking as far as action goes, or just wrestling in general? Wrestling in general. This is you. The action is one piece of what we're talking about tonight. I want to know about Alex Kane's future. What what is the future? What motivates
1: hold? me? Um, definitely, definitely being a WWE Superstar that definitely motivates me. Um, that's definitely somewhere I would NXT is definitely somewhere I would want to be. Um, also, but I'm not like just like I'm not just like zeroed in on one place like. AEW would be awesome. Impact would be cool. ROH would be cool. MOW would be cool. Um, you know, I w- what really I just want to be the best. I want to be the best I possibly can be and be the best in the world at some point in my career. Um and that's that's really like the driving force behind everything that I do.
2: You can you're see You're on that. the way. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're on the way
2: there's somebody in the chat actually said just the way you carry yourself um it, it just seems like you've been in the business for a much longer time than how long mm-hmm. you've been in the business and that that just that's part of your drive that's part of your mm-hmm. your passion for the wrestling business you hold yourself to a higher standard and you hold yourself to motivate and get bigger and better every every match you could i could see it every time i, I see you in the ring I joke about the losing streak. Honestly, <laughs> every time you're in the ring, I see you improving. I see you finding the little things and getting better at them. And I see you early at the event. I see you there late at the event, cheering everybody else on. That just speaks to who you are, and I I commend you for that.
1: I have so much fun. Like like we're not seeing. Like I consider everybody in the locker room and mean unless something were to ever happen, but. I mean, I, I've I've always had a good report over in the locker room. So like I consider them all of my friends. Um, we may not be like going and hanging out on the on on nights that we have off, but I consider them all to be friends of mine. So when they're out there, you know, doing doing the damn thing, like I wanna be out there if I see a cool if I see something cool happen, like I'm gonna react like I like like a fan would. I'm a yep. fan of I'm a fan of a lot of these people. So I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard some of my reactions, but um yeah, I just, I'm out there having a good time. Like and that's uh, I think some people think that I'm like just like this super, super serious guy, but I'm I'm not. I'm really not. You can see it in my entrance. i i <laughs> I come out there <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> yep.
0: Now about fans, if anybody wants to go see a, a number of good matches just go just go online, go to YouTube, and watch the series of matches that Alex has against Damian Tangra.
1: Oh, my God. They geez.
0: are absolutely like clinics. They are so good. I mean, there, there's three, I believe, outside of action. There was one that happened at action that I know of. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that there's at least two or three other ones that are out there, but go watch those, please. If you do anything after this episode, follow Alex, follow us, and go watch those matches, please.
1: Damien is, he's so smooth. (laughs) He's so smooth. Um, He's just, he's such a good dude. Uh, It was actually, he was the, he was the person I won my first belt from after school. Uh, It was the only belt that I've had so far, but, uh, yeah, that match, yeah, every match that I have with him is Magic, and I wish I could wrestle him more often um, on on some of these, other, some like, I, I wish, I want to wrestle him in action again and I've, um, definitely something I want to do in just any of these other places that I am, that I'm at, Paradigm, I would love to work him at Paradigm, but, yes, yeah, so if I could wrestle him, I could wrestle him every day,
2: honestly. It's cool, because it's, like, you guys are kind of both pacing each other almost. Mm-hmm. You are pushing each other and you're going to keep crossing paths and keep having, you know, great matches and it's going to be fun to watch and see if you guys continue on this parallel. And where else like you said? Where else can you guys have a match at? Mm-hmm. What how many different logos can you guys wrestle in front of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the goal. All right, let's get out of the ring. I I, I think I I think I did okay. I defended myself. I'm not going to get beat up now at the next show. We'll see. Nope. He might just sneak up behind me and suplex me out the building. It might happen. <laughs> That'd be great. But let's get out of the ring for a second. We want to learn more about what do you do to keep busy outside of the ring? Working out does not count because that's not a hobby. That's part of work. What, yeah. what is, does what Alex Kane do to just kind of pass the time if he's not doing something wrestling? Uh,
1: I play video games. I play video games. That's that's. Um, I've been playing. Uh, I have a PlayStation. I mean, I have an Xbox One, but I have a PlayStation Two also. I've been going. I've been playing SmackDown Shut Your Mouth a lot, a lot. Um, my girlfriend thinks it's kind of weird that I can still play. I can still play these old games sometimes. Um, like she asked me today, like, what makes it so much fun, and I'm just like it was done so well. <laughs> it was simple. It was simple. The replayability is there. Like, because, like, mainly when I play wrestling games, I go for the, the story mode and season mode aspect, create your own character, or whatever. Um, And here comes the pain and shut your mouth. The stories are, rep- are they're repetitive. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're very repetitive. But I can always get into them. No matter how many times I play, I can always get back into it. Um, so yeah, video games is also. I played The Sims a lot too. Playing God is just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a. That's the title of the episode.
2: <laughs> that, that that I think that's the title. I think he nailed it right there. <clears throat> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> About <her> creating titles. <laughs>
0: so Chris, is it my turn is it your turn are it's you your turn do, do we Captain. find everything okay
2: we're good uh, we're good we're doing good, good. i i was a little bit nervous that i was going to get suplexed but i'm good now
0: oh you still <laughs> no. are i'm i'm i'm, I'm paypalling or venmoing him some money,
2: <laughs> You'll and, some when, money. And,
0: when, and when he sees you he's just going to suplex you so w- we'll get that taken care of
2: i better but, tuck the chin
0: yeah <laughs> exactly now, outside, we're still staying outside of wrestling, but kind of still with wrestling, and we're going to talk about traveling. You, you, been you Ben traveled a, a little bit around. Do you have mm-hmm. any funny stories, interesting stories, a cool place that you had never gone to before? Uh, you know, while while you've been traveling.
1: Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but no, not really. Um, I don't have any. Really, I don't really have any funny stories.
2: I feel like he can't tell us something. I feel like there's something there. there.
1: There's something there. Yeah, there's there's definitely, definitely, I mean, there's there's stuff there, but there's definitely, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. No,
2: yeah, that's, so see, we're working on this coffee table book that Mm -hmm. has no names on it, so this is what, this is Captain's, the Captain's idea, where we're going to get stories from wrestlers, but they put no (laughs) names on it, so that way, nobody's harmed by the stories. Yeah. so we'll we'll talk to you in the green room afterwards, and maybe we'll get those stories. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but now if you're on the road, is there is there somewhere we're going to talk food? Is there somewhere that you enjoy stopping for that snack on the road when you're driving to one place to the other?
1: Oh, it's funny. Uh, from from traveling with Bobby Flaco, uh, uh, the amount of times that I have, he has, uh, he has got just what everybody hooked on pilot. On the Pilot gas stations, <laughs> um, see there. Like if we can, if we, we probably won't stop at any other gas station other than Pilot. Loves us a close second. Um, I just I was at a Pilot because we went to we went to Florida uh, Tuesday, um, but on the way back uh, I think Wednesday around like Wednesday morning we stopped at a Pilot and they had these like uh, these like waffle McGriddle things. Um, and it, it it it's it sounds amazing i can see it on your face and it is amazing yeah. oh okay good i was it I is was amazing
0: a, i was i was waiting it was i i didn't know if it was going to go south like oh yeah it sounds good but it was
2: terrible
1: <laughs> um i also like beef jerky on the road nice protein
2: um are you a flavored beef jerky guy or just the plain beef jerky
1: uh i like uh, normally either original or like teriyaki
0: teriyaki. i
1: used to be into the peppered but like it's it's not i don't know it's just not as good to me anymore
2: these are the hard-hitting questions here i'm telling you yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and i also like uh like gummy candy like uh lifesavers or um or like any kind of like gummy bear, like those are de- those are definitely, definitely sour
0: patch kids.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Nice. All right. We're at the favorites. We've listened. We tried to pay attention. Now there's some things that I just knew I was going to ask, so I'm going to start right there. I'm going to start with an easy one.
0: If you take my favorites question that I have written down, Christopher, I'm gonna I'm gonna suplex you.
2: I hope I do. I don't know if I will. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but. We're on suplex. Dragon suplex. (laughs) Well, speaking of the type of suplex, I need to understand. It is his question. What is your favorite suplex to give someone? Uh, (laughs) There it is. There's the question. Nailed it. (laughs)
1: Um, My favorite suplex uh, to hit is the the X-Plex or the crash landing suplex. It's the release suplex uh pete dunn does it i, oh, I don't yeah. know if he just still does it but he does but i mean i guess he used to do it a lot that's my favorite one and i think that's one of the favorites of people that i've wrestled to take um i mean i've never taken it myself uh you know when suplexing me nobody, <laughs> nobody. but um i think yeah,
2: suplexed you once i don't know i think oh, I, yeah I, I, yeah, I think I'm yeah but i know sold it so uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: The truth, go
2: check. You can go see it,
1: yeah. So, it doesn't count. Um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite one. Is that people probably think it's like the German suplex? I'm like, no, it's not.
2: Is is the X is that a hard one to do because it's a release? Is that is that harder to do, easier to do? Is that another question for your child? (laughs) (laughs) Hardest
0: to perform. That, That was my other question. Uh, actually, that's not the
1: that's not the hardest to perform, it's that it's it's pretty easy um because you're really just here and then throwing their neck forward um so that one's not the hardest the hardest one to get into is my finisher because it's it's kind of like it like you hook the head and the arm or whatever it's like okay this is kind of cool and then you gotta and then it's almost it's like a split decision deciding which leg i'm gonna grab sometimes um because with some people if they're like if they're if they have like a bigger belly like I can't like I can't go for the far leg because I'm not going to be able to be secure. So to go for the, the leg closest to me. But that's probably the hardest one to do. OK,
0: I could not believe like I, I had written that question down. I, I knew I was going to ask that. And I, I like just went on and I, I researched and God damn. There are so many flipping types of suplexes like it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous if you look at how many and all the different there's got to be at least, I would say, between all the different types, like 35 <laughs> different suplexes, at least. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: I don't do, like them all. But
2: do you know, have a, a do you have like a goal going into a match like I'm going to use this many suplexes going into this match? I'm going to try to do at least three or four different ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always that's always my goal going in. I, um, like, because I chase holiday match, I'm definitely hitting ten. But um...
2: <laughs> ten, ten different
1: ones or two... ten different ones. Oh, that's, hey, oh,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm i am I'm. I'm gonna do some research. I mean, I have. I have. I have them. I have a lot of them written down. Um, but I'm gonna try to hit ten different ones. If not, I'll hit a few of. I'll hit. It'll probably be. It'll be the go-to as a German suplex. I'll we'll probably hit a few of those just to knock off some numbers, um, but yeah, I've been watching like a lot of like uh, stuff like like in Japan. Um, the ladies are really, 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 really good um, on that. It's, I mean, I don't know any, but I don't know any specific names, but just like watching suplex videos, like they're super creative about it. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, so I'm gonna start uh, start utilizing some of those.
2: All right, so we talked a little bit about your video game addiction, and it sounds like you're more of a vintage video game guy. Do you have a favorite video game system? I've, I've, I'm going to probably have to say the, X, the, the,
1: the, the Xbox family. Um, I was, the, X, the, first, the original Xbox was the first console I ever owned. Um, I actually had to share it with my younger brother. That was such
2: a, that was a
1: weird time. Such a weird time, uh, but yeah, I think the Xbox
2: is probably my favorite. Okay, so this question's coming from the chat, so mm-hmm. we need to know who's your favorite promoter to work with. My is favorite.
0: Matt in there? Is he trying to get like <laughs> dibs on this or something? What's going on?
2: It's somebody um, in the chat, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just read the my question out
0: promoter, I, 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 uh, actually,
1: uh. It's between Matt and Cam Adams.
2: Okay, tie for yeah. first. That's not bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah, they they're,
2: no. they're my they two favorites. By the way, Matt says he's not here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matt, that. Matt is Matt's definitely my favorite promoter to like talk to. Um, he's uh he's extremely knowledgeable, um and he's real. Like he doesn't, he ain't pulling no punches. And I, <laughs> I respect that.
2: All right. Let's see what else we got here. Let's, um, let's do something a little bit different. I've done this one once before. So you, you seem to like wrestling a good bit. You have a good knowledge of different, different wrestling areas, different wrestling promotions. Do you have a favorite title championship title and that it doesn't have to be the world title of anybody it could be one of the oh my favorite
1: championship is the um is i I think it was the ruthless aggression era intercontinental championship the oval one
2: listen he's like right on top of this yeah he's like yes yes
1: (laughs) the oval one that's my favorite belt that is my favorite belt if i ever if i ever had if i ever won the intercontinental championship and they were like Oh yeah, we're, we're going to let you uh, pick a pick a design. I'm like, you know we're going back to the old school. <laughs> That's nice. the one I want to
2: carry. Awesome. So, you have one of the best entrance songs I've heard in a long time. It's might be made for somebody. I don't know. It's got somebody's name in it. <laughs> Do you have a favorite type of music? I I, I don't know if it's I, I don't want to assume that your your favorite type of music goes with your entrance music, but what's your favorite type of music? Um, I'm probably gonna get some 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 stuff for this. Um, the we won't tell anybody.
1: Uh, I don't it's like I don't even even know what to call the genre, but like all of this like new age like hip hop rap music that. That adults hate so much, or that mm-hmm. the older generation hates so much. That's the kind of music. Cause like when I listen, I normally listen to music when I'm in the gym or I'm in the car. If I'm in the gym or in the car, I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm trying to get hyped. I'm trying to get hurt Um. Uh. So yeah, that would definitely be my favorite kind of music.
2: Is there a favorite song?
1: uh as of right now my favorite song is by takeoff it's called last memory is it take off let me me make sure let me make sure this is where i have
2: to write stuff down and go like do my research after the interview and be like i don't know that i'm gonna go listen to it though come on alex kane never leaving because he's always putting in work
1: Yo, look every, every with all of all of my friends at the school at the A four, they will they will literally sing that every time I'm around.
2: What does that? How does that make you feel?
1: And I think I get like I sometimes I get a little awkward about it. Like I'm like oh my god, like uh, like you you guys or whatever. But then sometimes I'm like, you know what? I think I did a pretty good job in choosing a in choosing an artist and uh, to make this song. Um, because like, I mean, people are always coming up to me like after shows, um, like, "Hey, like, who made your music? Or, or where can I listen to this?" Um, so, with all of those questions, I actually put it on Spotify. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making any money off of it, but I put it on Spotify. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so, so it, that is you doing your theme? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, the only reason I ask is because when I when I looked. I brought it up in in Apple or something, and it literally says that you are singing your entrance theme, and I was like, "Oh, so, I gotta ask him about that."
1: So, uh, so the guy, the the artist that made my song, um, his name is Lacey the Great. Um, uh, he, uh, so I guess I'll give you the story. So at the school, we would just use like something off of, like YouTube or whatever, and f- for some reason, I was using um, the song. Uh, Win by J Rock, and like it was it's dopest song ever. I love that song, and if I ever had to not couldn't use my song, I'd use that. Um, but for every time I came out, it was like something with the electrical would always mess up or or it wouldn't play. Um, so this Aquaman like, "Well, dang, uh, this is this is weird." Uh, okay, it kind of threw me off. So he approached me. He was like, "Yo, I can make you a song," uh, And I was like, "Well." How much? Um, for me, he was like, "I'm a fan of you, so like, I'm not gonna charge you anything." So, um, the song that I use now is not actually the first song that he made. I have another song. It's a little bit. It's a little bit slower of a tempo. Um, I'm thinking about starting to use it where places where I'm a heel because it's kind of hard to get heat with such a dope song. Yeah. Um, so. Um, He made that song. I was like, yo, could you make something like a little bit more like, like cool or like something, something more in your style? Because I feel like the first song, he was kind of he was trying to do something that wasn't him. Um, So then he made the song that I currently use now. Um, But uh, yeah, I definitely am not rapping on that
0: song. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like spreading rumors. (laughs) I I spread no rumors whatsoever, except that I'm the greatest announcer or hype man in the land. I will go toe to toe with anybody.
1: Yeah. I got my money's on you every time
0: (laughs) endorsed by Alex Kane. I love it. Thank you, sir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's cliche question time. All right. We're giving you a match. You get to pick your opponent. You get to pick the type of match and you get to pick the location. Okay. Okay. What are we doing? What is Alex Kane who's he who's he facing? I'm going to face Shelton Benjamin. Okay. No way. What
1: what type of match? <laughs> uh I'm going to go with a ladder match but without with, without the stipulation of having to climb up and grab a briefcase
2: okay so just uh, so, the hardcore portion of yeah, the hard fact that there's portion. a ladder yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. that um and, and what's the venue the venue
2: is madison square garden <laughs> Of
1: course. i mean
2: that's that seems to be a popular pick lately I, yeah. yeah of course yeah do you have Do you have a favorite So MSGs uh, I mean MSGs close to us We're New Yorkers um, mm-hmm. originally Do you have a, an MSG memory I, I haven't been asking this question I want to start asking it Is there an MSG memory from wrestling that you have well, And I don't know that you've been there But I always like to ask if people remember a big uh, a big moment in MSG or just a, what MSG reminds them of when they think about it.
1: Uh, I don't necessarily have like an MSG moment because I've never, I mean, I've never been there. Um, uh, I want to say they had a Royal Rumble there.
2: Yes, they did. Just,
1: they did, and I believe it was John Cena returned.
2: Yes, he did.
1: Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, that was that was cool. We might have been there. Yeah, yes, you might have Might have been, <laughs> been uh, there. That moment, that moment was cool. And then, like, also coming back to like the set of of everything, like how they how they constructed that, because like it's not, it's it's not the it's not the traditional where they can put like a, a big old stage and stuff or whatever. So they had the, I believe they had like like doors, like big mm-hmm. big old digital. They would just doors. turn. Yep. They would just turn. I hate that in the video game. It was just kind. Of, it, they kind of just like spread it the fuck out. That shit yeah. was lame. <laughs> um, they just spread it out, but uh, but just like that, that was really really cool uh, for me. Um, but as far as like, just like a memory, nah, not really. Other than John Cena returning,
2: but that's it's interesting fun. that you pick MSG, even though you really have no—I mean, you've never had a chance to wrestle there, or you've it's never been there to watch anything. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's. I feel like if iconic. you were going, it's yeah, it's an iconic place, and
1: like if you are a so many, I mean, obviously so many iconic matches have happened there. And, like, that's, I feel like if you wrestle at the Madison Square Garden, like, I feel like you've made it at that point. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I don't care where you are out in the car. If your main event or first match, like, you've made it.
0: The other thing that, like, in my opinion, puts MSG above so many other places is it's still here. It's yeah. been here for a while, it's still here. Whereas like some of those other places that have had, you know, big pay-per-views or, or iconic matches, they might not, they might not be around anymore. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't, you you don't have the chance to go there, you know, to, 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 to to either wrestle or see it or, or whatever.
2: I actually like it because it's a smaller arena. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not one of these giant stadiums. It's not one of these huge places. It, It feels a little more, height, which reminds me a little more of what I love about wrestling is just that atmosphere of a smaller venue and everybody on top of each other and just the mm-hmm. eruption when something big happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. It's a it's a more intimate setting, and it's like, and I mean, I guess in like every arena, like all eyes are on you. But in Madison Square Garden, literally all eyes are on you because it's. I I remember it kind of looks like a like a like a funnel
2: yeah in
1: a way yeah
2: so like it's tight every, in there yes yeah, yeah. So it the old msg they, they've renovated a little bit and it's a little bit more open space but man it, it's tight in there 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 you just feel like the walls are right on top of you and mm-hmm. it's the coolest feeling when something big happens all right did i steal all of your questions captain do you have any others written down there
0: no, you pretty much stole my two questions. Okay. My, my my two other questions that I had written down, but one thing that we've asked uh, some people, we got what you enjoy to listen to, but is there some, uh, you know, a uh, what's the term, Christopher? It's escaping my mind right now.
2: Guilty pleasure. Is there
0: a guilty pleasure, like uh, on a Sunday night? You know, you're having. Uh, a nice intimate evening at home, and you're listening to Frank Sinatra. Like, is there anything like that that you know? Some of you are like what you listen to. X.
2: Frank Sinatra um, be badass though. That'd be baller. I mean, that's, that's Sinatra. You <laughs> not listen to Frank Sinatra.
1: <laughs> to listen to Frank Sinatra. Um. I. I like R and B. Um and. A little bit of gospel. Uh, I I grew up I grew up singing in the choir and singing chorus and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, though now I don't really like listening hearing my own voice. I mean, I can still sing, but I'm not singing for you. Um, it's not happening. I can do that. that. That'll 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 kill the whole vibe of the super success. And be like, yeah. Oh, this I guy said, sings.
2: That's what totally different podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's that's definitely definitely a guilty pleasure of mine listening to some gospel or some r&b
0: nice now you mentioned uh the your 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 match that you picked was a ladder match have you been in a ladder match i haven't
1: i have not i've not been in a ladder match yet i'm i don't know if this sounds like i don't know lame but it's like there's certain match types that I'm kind of like holding off on as far, like, I guess waiting for like the money to be right and not just doing it just to like have something go viral, you know? Um, I mean, if it falls into my life, falls into my lap. Like I wrestled for this uh, one promotion called uh, victory championship wrestling. Um, and we did a cage match in that it was like a, I think it was a, a triple threat team cage match. That, it was the worst experience I've ever had in my life. And it wasn't that it was painful. Like taking the, taking the cage to the face isn't bad. Getting thrown into the cage isn't bad. But just like the overall experience is just like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs>
0: we're not doing
2: this. this. This is a no. You learned your lesson. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: So I got one more question. It's not really a favorite, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: we know you're the suplex, suplex Assassin. We know you're from Suplex Island. How did the moniker and the nickname come about?
1: Uh, the moniker and nickname came, a, the moniker was, I've, I've, when it, I guess when I first started like trying to put the character together and I'm doing suplexes and stuff, like, it was, at first, it was kind of like a Brock Lesnar-like thing, um, but I was told I was too, at the time, I was told I was too small, which I was smaller than what I am now. Um, so just throwing people around, and also just throwing people around like Brock Lesnar does, that doesn't get people, that doesn't make people think of Alex Kane. It makes people think of Brock Lesnar. Um, so I was trying, and I was also trying to come up with like a character, And like a a moniker to have because I mean some people earn their monikers and some people just come up with them Mm -hmm. so I was playing one of the 2k wrestling games and I was creating a character um trying to like get some like visual of what I want to be and I think I I saw assassin somewhere and I'm like what assassin Hmm." I mean there there was that one wrestler he was just the assassin um but I was like, suplex assassin. <laughs> oh, this
0: this I could
1: this could be cool. This could be really cool. So I just I think the next like Thursday night show that we had, I ran with it. Um, and then the suplex island thing is I didn't want to just be from my hometown, which is Villarica, Georgia. Um, and shoot, if you wanna say that. Um, I just want. I didn't want to just be from Georgia, so I was trying to find some. And, a, and also, I like got had people say like, "Oh, well, you know, there's already Suplex City." Like, okay, and so Suplex City. Brock Lesnar throws Germans. He may throw an a overhead belly to belly, and he might pull out a gut wrench, but he ain't doing. But other than that, he ain't doing much else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we and even on that front, we are very different um just in how we go about our business um and I wanted something I wanted something cool because I was tired of hearing people say uh suplex city when I'm when I get to tossing people so I tried so I'm like well what's bigger than a city an island it's going to, go on to like, <laughs> a fuck island
0: damn island
1: and I'm glad that like that people I mean some I mean you get some fans that still say suplex City which is fine it's gonna happen um, but I'm glad that people um, like like they get the whole Suflex Island thing. They think it's cool because I think it's cool. Um, and uh, and the, like just how it's been able to evolve into uh, I'm, get, I'm gonna get like boarding passes made um, so I can start pretty opponent names on it. Um, uh, at some point I'm probably gonna sell like plane tickets and stuff like that as far as merchandise goes. Um, but like I have I have a green screen. Um mm-hmm. and I don't do I don't do promos for every single match, but matches that I feel like are like I don't know, like marquee marquee s matches. Mm-hmm. Um I'll pull up the green screen, I'll cut a promo, um and then I'll put an island backdrop um on it. Um nice. you know, just to get that little island feel. And it's not always it's not always a beach. I did one. I think the one I did for my match with Damian, um, it was like uh, it was like a it was like a condo-esque, but it had like the it had like the beach like backdrop out, out outside of the window of the picture. So like I try to like I try to switch it up like different parts of the island, so it's not like stagnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's a it, lot of fun.
0: It's funny that you brought up about the the plane ticket and all that kind of stuff because. If, if I didn't get stuck in work late today, I was actually going to put together like a little ticket that said like, admit one to suplex Island.
2: <laughs> I got a feeling that might be in the edits for the, uh, for the episode later on. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> That's all I got, Christopher.
2: All right. We got through favorites. We got through favorites with a little extra, little extra, little extra in there. So I got one more for you and then on to the big question. But first, we started at the beginning. We got all the way here. We got through your wrestling, training, and career. Now we want to know about what would happen if you got to speak to ten-year-old Alex Kane. What kind of advice do you have for ten-year-old you?
1: Advice for ten-year-old me? Uh, I, first off, I tell ten-year-old me you're not you're not going to be the you're not going to be so skinny as you are right now. <laughs> um, you're definitely gonna you're, you're gonna be jacked you're gonna be jacked um I would tell I, but, uh, I guess seriously I tell myself like don't like because I mean there was a few times where I felt like I I wasn't actually gonna pursue professional wrestling um I, I almost gave up on it um I would tell 10 year old me not to do that um to really believe in yourself um and also don't take crap from anybody. Cause I mean, when I was coming up, I was bullied for being skinny and having a large head. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: This is a big um, dome right here, man. This yeah. is almost size eight. Like I got a big head. So,
1: yeah. I took 10 of me. Don't take crap from anybody. Believe in yourself. Love what love professional wrestling with all, with all of your might. Um, and don't question yourself too much. Follow your gut. Follow your gut.
0: Nice. I like that answer.
2: Awesome.
1: You guys right. are probably expecting something like super, super uh, no. intricate. intricate. Oh, no.
0: we've had we've had people go from like all the way to like along the lines of what you said like don't take crap from anybody like just stick with it like don't worry like things might get shaky and then we i i was it logan or it was someone. logan not said too, nothing nothing yeah he's like <laughs> i wouldn't tell myself anything
2: <laughs> he needs to he needs to learn for himself <laughs> yeah so we, we've
0: run the gamut on that question so there's, and it's, uh, it's and it's there's true, no yeah. wrong answer it's no. it, there yeah. isn't
1: just gonna leave. you. You have all this information as you leave ten year old, ten year old you, high and drop.
0: I would, I would tell ten year old me to uh, uh, invest in Tesla. You know. <laughs> oh wait, oh, we can't do that kind of stuff. That we can't. know? it's only advice. Okay, fine. Yeah, I think it, yeah we've we've advice.
2: warned Marty of that. We can't do that.
0: I know, right? I know. Speaking Are of which, always-
2: do you do you have that question lined up, Captain?
0: Oh, do I want to ask that question? Okay, I can ask that question. So I'm um, I'm sure that you have at least seen Back to the Future before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the DeLorean that can take you back in time. There's another iconic movie called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they travel back in time in a phone booth.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. So, I just watched the new, uh, I...
0: the new... The Bill and Ted, the, the yeah. third one.
1: Yeah, I just watched that a few months ago.
0: I haven't seen that one yet. I have to see it. But if you had a choice, what are you going Back to the Future in? Are you going in the De- the DeLorean? The
1: DeLorean. I'm not going to wear in a damn phone booth. What? <laughs> Take that, Captain. Whatever. I want to drive in a dope car that takes me to different places uh, throughout time.
2: No, let's get into a smelly phone booth. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is it gonna be smelly? Do you see how, like, we talked about small MSG. Think about a phone booth that big. <laughs> Two guys whatever. stuck in there flying around. Come on.
0: Two guys, bro. They had, like, ten of them in there when they were going back to the high school. Well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we got to get to our last question. We're not sponsored by this company yet, and we probably never will be, but I don't care. No,
2: don't say that. Don't oh. say that. Can't we even get them to follow us.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. We can't even you get them to it, it into existence they gonna, they gonna follow y'all one day
0: they are gonna follow us and they Promise, are promises. gonna support us we even have a flipping t-shirt about it I got bugs flying around me right now we got stickers about it but it's Oreo cookies and we what we want to know and what the world wants to know is is Alex Kane on team single stuff the traditional Oreo. Or team double stuff.
1: Ooh. I think I'm about to disappoint somebody right now. <laughs> oh man, uh,
2: definitely team single stuff. We were we were doing so well. We were doing so <laughs> well with the DeLorean. We we were we were good there, and then you come with that.
0: Alex, you let me down twice, man. Twice. <laughs> first it was first it was the DeLorean, now it's the Oreo cookies. Okay, what's the reasoning? I got to hear it. Uh
1: <sighs> The dunk of, really for me it's the dunkability. Like trying to dunk a double I feel dunking a double stuff is just it's got too much going on. Like I just the single stuff, just the right amount of cream, the right amount of cookie, I can I can dunk it in the milk. Uh, and, you know, it's just the right amount of mushy softness. Double Stuff is doing too much. Not
2: saying I'll never eat a Double Stuff,
1: but it's not the go-to.
2: Well, you made one person happy in the chat, but you made me very disappointed. But that's okay. We'll <laughs> we'll, we'll get through it. We'll survive. I, I believe at, at, at
0: all the tallies, Double Stuff is still up in, in the rankings. So... I'm not worried about the onesie twosie single stuffs. Hey,
2: in the end, we all get cookies.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There you go. That's
2: all that matters. In the end, we all get cookies. Alex, thank you. It's been a blast. Uh, We've had a great time tonight. We, we've kidded. We joked, we got a little serious. Uh, We appreciate you spending any time with us at all. Um, Thank you, sir. Where can people find you? Where can people go support you? We talked to a little bit before we got on the air of of all the different places you you have out there. Where can people go find Alex Kane? Uh, as far
1: as social media goes, um, it's the Suplex Assassin on Instagram, um, and then on Twitter it's Alex underscore Kane eleven. Um, as far as shows go, of course I have action on the twelfth next next week. Uh, this. Saturday, I wrestled David Ali at uh, uh, Battle at the Great Bell. I think it's All Star Professional Pro Wrestling.
0: You are correct.
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then later, like I think it, I believe it is February twenty sixth and twenty seventh. I'll be wrestling uh, uh, up at Paradigm in uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana.
2: Nice. I heard we got some merch we got some merch uh
1: yeah merch uh yeah yeah this shirt's kind of cool um all my shirt all my merch is on uh com. uh my the name of my you can either type in alex Kane or type in suplex island i named the store suplex island um but yeah all my uh all my merch is there oh uh because someone a, a very certain person is probably going to hear this and they're going to be mad at me if I don't if I forget to plug this uh Will also be at uh, Victory Championship Wrestling on February thirteenth
2: um, out in uh, Gadsden, Alabama. Okay. So if you don't know where to find Alex, he just named a bunch of places. He's everywhere. Go check him out. I cannot believe you are not blown up more than you are right now. It's coming.
0: No
2: You're doing no a great no job, way. man. I I'm just gonna I'm gonna start like look. Like, like every
1: day, every other day, just tweet like, "Hey, I'm like this amount away from this many followers. I'm this amount away from this many followers." It seems like those posts work really well. They seem uh, to. They seem to work. I
0: always retweet because I'm like, dude, if you are not following this guy, you need to follow him. Like, seriously, if you haven't watched his matches in action, you need to watch his matches in action on IWTV. You got. You have to. If 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 you don't want to pay the $10 and take the 5 free days by using code action then go to YouTube watch <laughs> watch it
2: Matt says shh. he still needs to book them so shh. <laughs> <laughs> don't let him get too big too fat
0: <laughs> pump the brakes pump the brakes
2: Alex thanks for your time tonight man everybody else thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out in the chat go check us out on Thanks on. for listening me to me talk thanks Thank for you listening much. Of course, go support Alex, go buy a shirt, Um, go check out Action Wrestling. Remember, live February 12th from Tyrone George on IWTV, Action Wrestling has a double header. I will be there. I am so excited. I might be picking up a big stock of new t-shirts. Very excited about that. And we got something else in the works that we're going to be announcing soon, so stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Appreciate everybody hanging out, and we'll see you next time. You know, stay safe, and check out some indie wrestling. Go have some yeah, fun. Do that. Be good. Go watch indie wrestling. We're out.
0: Visit IWTV.live today to watch these great action wrestling events plus numerous other archive shows from Action and other great independent promotions. Use code ACTION for a free five-day trial. Don't miss out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TheBaldMonkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv TheBaldMonkeys.